Oh, I would hold that applause. I would hold that applause. I've got bad news, brothers and sisters. Today is just one of those days where on a scale of one to a hundred, if I felt one point lower, there's no way in hell I would even attempt this podcast this evening. I'm right there on the line. I'm not sure tonight's show should come off the factory lot, but we're gonna we're gonna compromise a little bit. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw it out there because I'm commit. I'm just trying to be the MVP of Team U. That's all. That's all I'm about. I'm just a guy trying to be the MVP of Team U, and I know you count on this show. But we're gonna do an abbreviated intro, followed by some abbreviated questions, followed by an abbreviated Paleta Bola de Fuego for the finale, and see if we all can't get out of here with our sanity. That that's the only goal tonight. That's the only goal is get out of here somehow, some way, with our sanity. Is, th- is that too much to ask? I should be in a great mood. I should be doing fantastic. Last night, two of the most amazing things happened that could have possibly happened in the history of happenings. Last night was a happening night on dose occasions. First, you know I love basketball. And you know I hate the Oklahoma City Thunder, those bastard asshole oil barons that stole the Seattle Supersonics and moved them to Oklahoma City for watch for why. Where is the sanity in that, I ask you? Play on the Portland Trail Blazers, first round NBA playoffs. Blazers are up three games to one, best of seven, so next game wins. Damian Lillard. Oh, I love Damian Lillard. Who should be an all-NBA point guard for Portland. From 37 feet over Paul George, or as he calls himself, playoff P. Drains a three as time expires. And just walks off waving bye, bye, bye in sync style to the Oklahoma City Thunder. Good riddance, Russell Westbrook. Good riddance, Playoff P. Good riddance, Adams, Stephen Adams. He looks like Adam Morrison and Jason Momoa had a, I, I don't know, another relative. Like he's one of the brothers. It's like Adam Morrison, Momoa, and that guy, Stephen Adams. So that was an amazing thing last night. And I thought it couldn't be topped. But then last night was also this fancy razzle-dazzle, put-on-your-best-outfit, Time 100, very exclusive dinner. It was a very ritzy gala, bourgeois. But Hassan Minaj was there. And I like Hassan Minaj. I'm, I'm a big fan of his work, first and foremost. Every single week, more and more so. He and John Oliver, even though between the three of us, none of us are gay, unfortunately, but I would date either of them. I would totally date either of them. That's how much I like Hassan Minaj and John Oliver. But Hassan Minaj is at the dinner, and he's speaking, doing some MC and work. And he talks about a journalist who can't be there tonight or last night. 
And keep in mind, Jared fucking Kushner, who spoke earlier in the day, he's there. Hassan Minaj is like three tables away, like 15 feet away from Jared Kushner and talks about how not all journalists could be there tonight. And he wasn't referencing Jamal Khashoggi. He was referencing this female Saudi journalist. And I am going to totally butcher her name. I heard it pronounced earlier, and now I feel horrible because I simply just don't remember. It's a, it's a, it's a funky name to, to my English tongue. Is it, it, is it Lou Jane Alhuthel? No? Not even close? Fuck. I tried. I'm not trying. But anyway, she's one of a, just a handful of Saudi female journalists, period. But one of the women responsible for this revolution, revolutionary new concept in Saudi Arabia where women are allowed to drive. It's revolutionary. But the Saudi Arabian government has her in jail. So Hassan Minaj, talk about speaking truth to power. He says, quote, I know there's a lot of very powerful people here. And it would be crazy if there was a high-ranking official in the White House that could WhatsApp MBS and say, hey, maybe you could help that person get out of prison because they don't deserve it. Hassan Minaj, Hassan Minaj, Hassan Minaj. If Mayor Pete gets the nomination, can Hassan Minaj be, be vice president? I would vote for that ticket. I was, uh, I, I, I was floored and, and, and thrilled with Hassan Minaj. And also that shot by Dame. That Dame Lillard shot last night was a good night. Let's see what uh, Fish B has for the good of the group. Again, abbreviated. At least, at least that was the theory. I'm not sure how abbreviated that intro was. It's funny how once you start during the, doing the show... Things kind of change a little bit, but uh, question one from Fish B reads as follows. Who wins in the battle of Trump versus oversight? That's even hotter than the battle of the bastards. Who, who wins in the battle between Trump versus oversight? The way Trump is talking about subpoenas, how they're going to they're going to reject every subpoena, reject every subpoena. And this is probably low hanging fruit. But you don't think he thinks subpoenas are, are like a, 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 a Latin American family. And he's just trying to stop. stop. Everyone with the last name subpoena. Just that's that, that. That seems like that seems like someone else's joke to me. That really seems like low hanging fruit. So forgive me if I stole it. I didn't do it on purpose. Ultimately, the courts are going to decide. You, ha you have the Article I branch, Congress, going after the Article II branch, the executive, the president, and it's going to be decided by the Article III branch, the judiciary. I mean, I wish I could give you a better answer than that, but, I mean, Trump's battle plan is just to stall, apparently, for as long as possible, and so far, so good. Bathing suit season is right around the corner. How are you getting prepared? Um, well, here's the problem. I overindulged in Operation Get Fat for the Winter 
So I'm still walking around with skinny arms, skinny legs, slightly pregnant belly. And I'm not quite sure, uh, based on my eating and drinking habits of late, I'm not sure I'm taking the necessary steps, necessary steps, what are steps? Necessary steps to combat my slightly pregnant belly. I wonder if I'll have my baby before the Duchess of Sussex. Who knows? Next question. That, I mean, that's the best I got. You know what I'm, you know I'm going to do for bathing suit season? When, when the sun and the weather this week finally in Spokangelis has been beautiful. I mean, all, all the trees, all the flowers are starting to bloom. Springtime in Spokanistan is not world's worst place to be. Not by a long stretch. And especially compared to where you live, because compared to where I live, despite the fact that I'm not near an ocean, we have no traffic. And that's a big selling point. That's, if you can get 300,000 people together and have no traffic, that's, that, that's good. What was, oh, there's a question. Was it about bathing suit season? Oh, I'm going to try to tan. I'm going to try to tan in the backyard. So, so at least uh, when I go topless over the summer, uh, people aren't only alarmed that, uh, that, that, that they see world's uh, first uh, male pregnancy, but, but, but also the, the sheer uh, uh, iridescent whiteness. that I, I'm, like, I'm like a comet. I'm like a comet at the beach or the pool. I'm just a comet of whiteness streaking through your water slide park. So I'm gonna, a little sun though, a little sun, I might be able to uh, do better than that. So that's, that's how you get ready for bathing suit season, you know? I can't have both things running against me. I can't be the palest dude in the city and have a pregnancy belly. It's gotta be, I mean, ideally, you would have a nice tan and not the belly, but I can't have both. Yeah. Forgive me for sounding a little vain, but I can't have both. I'm gonna, starting tomorrow, things are different. As of tomorrow, things are different. That I swear. Next question, Fish B. Dear Uncle Bob, what should I do with my leftover Easter ham? Oh, with, with your leftover Easter ham, you want to make a quiche. Next question, Fish B. Is the media treating Britney Spears fairly? Is the media treating... We heard you, Fish B. We got it. We, we got the, the question has been received, sir. Thank you. Uh, is, of, of course the media is not treating Britney Spears fairly. I mean, she's been tabloid fodder for the last 15 years, and she's only, like, in her early 30s. Tabloid fodder. And she has these emotional breakdowns. She's living in a mental hospital. And whenever she goes, uh, gets a day pass for Froyo, TMZ's got to be there taking pictures of her not looking like her best self. Why the fascination? It, it's so perverse and it's so insatiable. It's a thirst that's unquenchable. It's, unfortunately, this, it, it's just going nowhere. Of course the media is not treating her fairly, but that's what the media does. You know, there's no, there's no such thing as fair, period. The notion that somehow life is fair is a, is, is a complete myth in and of itself. But expecting, I feel sorry for Brittany. I mean, I wish, I mean, if I had th 37 wishes, 
one of them would for sure be to, to, to just let poor Brittany recover in peace. The poor girl's been through enough. Let poor Brittany recover in peace. If I had 37 wishes, that would be one of them. So no, I don't think the media's treating Brittany fairly. Yo, it's me, Fish B. We, yeah, we got it. We just fucking heard you. We, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm losing my patience with uh, my extra dimensional friend. Um, yo, it's me, Fish B. Do I need to start wearing tiny shorts? Um, Fish B, you don't, uh, I mean, you're a fishbowl on a, on, a, on a handsome stand with a, with, a, with a nice hue of blue. You don't wear clothes. You don't, you don't, you don't have arms, legs, uh, uh, normal things. You know, I mean, you communicate via this. And you're worried about whether or not you gotta cash in on the latest fashion trend of men's shorts that are tiny, tiny, tiny. You see the Instagram pictures of Jeff Goldblum? He, he's a great actor, and he's a fantastic-looking man. Don't get me wrong, but those are short shorts. Those shorts are too short. I mean, I, I get that they're called shorts. But one of these pairs has an inseam of like one and a quarter inches. I know some of the best-looking women on the planet that wouldn't wear a short. Some of the most beautifully constructed human beings in the history of the galaxy, I'm friends with. And they wouldn't in a million years, these girls. They wouldn't even wear those. And I'm supposed to? Even Prada is calling them mini skirts for men. That's not a, that's what Prada is calling their own fucking shorts. Mini skirts for men. And although I am 49% female, I am, I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I, I think, I think between the pregnancy belly and my lack of tan, and if I was to toss on those shorts, what, like flip-flops and a tank top and grab my beach ball and go to the lake for the day? Like, what, the, what am I going to do with those shorts? I'm a big believer. I, I like big, I think, I think shorts should be, you know, big enough to have pockets in. You should be able to hold your keys in a pair of man shorts. I think, but who knows? Maybe, maybe I'm just a, an, uh, Uncle Bob's a, just an old-fashioned curmudgeon, you know? Don't listen to me. I don't know what I'm talking about, but I don't, I don't, I don't, no, no shorts that are, that are too tiny. Unless, unless you're running, you know, then, then at least, then at least you, you, you know, those tiny shorts give you an athletic advantage. But that's, that's, or if you're, you know, a big fan of uh, Jeff Goldblum. Oh, what's the worst news that President Trump got today? Well, in President Trump, it, well, in his bubble, I, I mean, I, I'm not in the Oval Office or, or the room off the Oval Office with all the TVs that he apparently watches all day. I mean, I, I'm not there, so I don't know for sure, but Trump is officially batting down all these subpoenas. There'll be no more subpoenas in America. We're getting rid of the subpoenas. Get rid of, the, get rid of everybody. No more subpoenas. But the news that Deutsche Bank, who in the last few business years, oddly enough, was the only financial institution in the world that was seemingly willing to do business with when the president of the United States was a, 
Just a just just the head of a family business there in Manhattan. The Trump Org. Mysteriously only Deutsche Bank. And they actually are providing documents. And we know how the president feels about documents. Deutsche Bank. Actually turning stuff over. Uh, Isaiah writes, is something... He gets the last question. Sorry, it's abbreviated tonight. We're moving fast. Isaiah gets the last question. Zip it, Fish B. Zip it! Everyone's tired of your... I'm just... Sorry, buddy. I don't... I don't know... I don't know why I'm being so, so, so hard on you tonight. I should, uh, I should, sorry, sorry, sorry. I should have a goal to just be kind all the time. Even when, even when my f- extra dimensional fish bee bothers me, I'm still just gonna, I'm still just gonna, sh- just, just shake it off. Isaiah writes, is something wrong with the Boy Scouts? There's a lot wrong with the Boy Scouts, and well, I was only a Cub Scout and never rose even to the lowly level of Weeblo. Never even rose to the lowly level of Weeblo Cub Scout. My Pine Box Derby car came in last place the one year I did any scouting. But the Boy Scouts, they're going through this whole pedophilia shit now. And well, they're not the Roman Catholic Church. I mean, they are. They're putting up some numbers. They're putting up some numbers. Since 1944, which I guess is when the Boy Scouts started, because, you know, World War II is going into its final year and you need scouts. Um, the Boy Scouts, uh, over 12,000 victims that they know of, probably. You know, I mean, do extrapolate the math on that. 12,000 victims, 7,800 pedophile scout leaders. What, what could possibly go wrong when the pedophile scout leader takes the troop into the woods to go camping and fishing for three days? I feel like the Boy Scouts, this is, this is like in the interview process, this is, this, this is one they had to nail. This is one issue you have to get right if you're, if, if you're the Boy Scouts. But apparently they, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I don't know. What are you, what are you clapping for? What? Because the questions are over? Or the, the Boy Scouts are dumb? Or... Oh, because it's time for Paleta Bola de Fuego, your favorite segment? Oh, I don't blame you. It's a hot one. It's this one hot finale. Oh, man. No, no wonder I know some of the world's most perfectly put together human beings. Because I can do this. This is, a, this is a skill. I wonder if in the future, like, this actually will be a job. I should start a webcam. And just see, just see how many hours I can stay awake in doing this, and see, see how much money we can raise, like on Twitch or something. I'll just do this. Fuck this podcast, man. This is more entertaining than me. That's fun right there. I mean, I, I think me and Fish B should start selling like autographed Paleta Bola de Fuegos in the uh, official Bob's Fishbowl store. At bobsfishbowl.com. The website exists, uh, the, the, uh, the store doesn't. You can't, you can't get that yet. We're only going to sell 10 for $1,000 a piece. But they're autographed by me and Fish B, so you really can't put a price on that kind of media history now, can you? 
Platabola de Fuego. Uh, Marshawn Lynch, one of my favorite NFLers to retire from the league again. A skydiver who lost his prosthetic limb during a jump got it back. It fell off. You know where it landed? Where do you think? It landed at the woodmill. Of course. Duh, the woodmill. Um, gynecologists are warning women to stop putting garlic in their vaginas. And that's a that's a that's a paleta bola de fuego drop there. I mean, you just you just drop it. I mean, you can't you can't go. There's nothing you put after. Gynecologists are warning women to stop putting garlic in their vaginas. You just you just end it there. That was that was our show, Fish B. I told you an abbreviated version. We did it. We did it. I think I'm gonna go lie down now and watch the Black Klansman because I haven't seen it yet. Or no, actually, I'm gonna watch the uh, the Clippers and uh, Golden State. That's what I'm going to do and spend some quality notebook time. Anyway, you hopefully tomorrow everyone everyone feels better tomorrow. On behalf of myself, Fishbola, Paleta Pola de Fuego, the podcast Hall of Fame, and uh, uh, microphones and computers all over the world, phones, headphones, like everything that you need. I just thanks, thanks for owning those things. Life is short. Be good to each other. Back tomorrow. Love you. Bye bye.